Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good evening, everybody. Uh... I'm Luke, and we're here from Auto Better. Uh, we're joined tonight with uh, with Carl, who looks like he's probably been on the wacky backy. Uh, with Smarty, aka Jimmy Neutron, and um, Jay's going to be joining us when he can find his uh, his booster seat for his uh, for his chair. So uh, yeah, plenty of shoes tonight, lads. Uh, let's uh, let's get into it. Now then, you forget who you were for a little while. Then I did, mate. I was like, I started talking, and I thought, who the fuck am I? Oh, <laughs> not even Barry. a minute deep. We're not even a minute deep, mate. Thirty seconds eight. Is that We're your bottle? It is my bottle. It's his ball owner. It's his ball owner. Um, yeah, no, I lost me absolutely, lost, completely lost my train of thought there for a second. I was like, "Who the fuck am I? And what am I doing here on a on a Tuesday evening?" But yeah, we got there in the, the end. But yeah, first things first. It was nice to bump into you all. Um, there was quite a lot of us. I think there's seven or eight of us all together from the pod, or or, or, or sort of uh, from from people who know the pod who, who managed to bump into each other. Uh, Ellen Road at the weekend. So I think obviously first things first. Uh we'll all enjoy a beer or two. Um result not too great. I know you've already spoke about this, Carl, to on mm. Baradian Cloak Cloak. and Cloak. Who's been on what? Like I think you were in a factory reset, you what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> um I've lost my voice as well from singing on Sunday. I don't know if you can tell my voice is proper horse as fuck. Uh, but um but yeah, so obviously, Carl, whoever whoever joined in for Brady and Cook, uh, the hijacked version of Brady and Cook, uh, I've just seen now you and Gilly managed to talk for an hour and twenty two fucking minutes. I'm glad I went on that one. Um, you know, there's a lot to talk about. There was, there was. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, there was. Um, just, just give us, just give us for those who haven't had a chance to watch it back. Then just give us a bit of a. Um, a bit of a breakdown of, of how you saw it then, Carl, and then, and then I'll come to, to Smite and myself who haven't had the opportunity to vent. Well, look, um, that there are, you know, they're, they're going to be there, thereabouts at the end of the season. And I was kind of chatting to my mate in Australia, saying, we, I reckon we get a draw out of this or whatever. So I was wrong. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I liked that the, the tackle was. If that's just another story altogether, we'll chat about that in a while. I just wasn't very impressed with how we've played so far this season. Like, yeah. I don't think it's been in any way what we were like last season. I'm not using, I, you can't use the crowd as a as a factor in that. We've been nothing but supportive. It's just they're not hitting gears at the moment, and it's it's, no. it's difficult to see. Like Newcastle is a big game now on Friday. It is. 
It is, but to put that in a little bit of perspective, Carl, we've we've played three of the who have cut the current top mm. four already this season. Yeah. Um, so when you look at it like that, it's I mean, we potentially we were looking to rescue a draw against Burnley, and, and the football we're playing hasn't probably been, you know, to the standard that we've that we've got used to under Bielsa. Um, yeah. So I could absolutely appreciate where you're coming from in terms of that, but I mean, when you, as I say. Per, Putting things in a little bit more of a perspective, the three of the teams that we've already played this season are in the top four. So you know you can look at it. You can look at it sort of two ways. You can look at it as uh, as we've been poor, or we can look at it as the teams we're playing are probably spent a little bit more money, expecting to be quite out, quite high up there, um, mm. and potentially we may have battered above our stations last season. Um, you know a bit of hype behind the team. Uh, we didn't invest that many that much uh, last season, uh, and we, we we put you know we put a good shift in in the, in the first season back in the Premier League. Now, if we were punched above our weight, I think that's where reality needs to this needs to set in somewhat. What do you think, Smarty? Where do you where do you even start with it? To be honest, um, I think a lot of people have looked too deep into it. You know, we have played some good teams. Um, Scum and Liverpool, obviously, being the main two. Burnley, a tough place to go against. You know, uh, it's turf more. It's the, the, I wouldn't necessarily call it a fortress, but it, it kind of is for them. And uh, a very, very good um, on the rise Everton team. Um, I'm just thinking that this this game against Newcastle now is a real test to to where we need to to, to well to see where we are in the league. You know, they're. they're they're not going to go down. They're going to be in the bottom sort of um, mid mid bottom half of the table, probably. You know, there's, yeah. there are there are worse teams than us in, in in the league, but we do really need to kind of use it as a springboard. We've got a, a good couple of fixtures, maybe four or five fixtures that are winnable, very very winnable. So yeah. we really really need to establish yourselves this weekend against against Newcastle, a, a quite a poor Newcastle side, and uh, and and really and really crack on because we do need to start getting some points now. Yeah, no, I fully agree. We need to, we do need to start picking up those points. Um, but in terms of in terms of the Liverpool game, um, Smarty, what other than their obvious golfing class, man for man, uh, and the obvious um, incident uh, that we are going to speak about in a short while, so don't go into that too much. What what else went wrong for you? Obviously, we were there. Um, we were, we were watching. So I don't know if you managed to watch the full game. But I can only watch the highlights on telly. It's all I always find it a lot more difficult to give a. Uh, an honest perspective of the game when you've watched it from a seat rather than on telly because you see so much more on yeah. the telly. Um, but where do you, where, where do you go wrong? I, I, dis- I tend to disagree with that. I think you see much yeah. more of a, a, on a whole, a much more of a wider spectrum of the, of the match. It's personal personal opinions and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. But you, you tend to, when you're watching on a on the on TV, it's focused in on a certain part, a certain element of the game. Whereas obviously, when you sit when you're in the stands, you, you see everything. You know, you can yeah. see Meslier scratching his ass whilst Batman's trying to, you know, bang in at top end. That sort of stuff. Not that we want to talk about Meslier scratching his ass, of course. But um, <laughs> for me. For me, I whatever think on a whole, whatever suits you, <laughs> whatever floats you, but whatever turns you, whatever on. you, whatever you. Um, oh look, I think Jay might. Oh fucking hell! We've got a gremlin joined us. Look, cheers, Matt. Hey, All right, Jay, how's it going? Um, better than the last time people may have seen me on uh, one of our podcasts. So, I just want to say sorry about that for anyone that had to endure that, including you guys. <laughs> So as right, soon as I do it, well, I turned off. All right, Jay, it's not a rehab session. <laughs> All right, well, it's a good job. Hello, my name's Jay. Um, sorry, go. Anyway, as I was saying, um, but no, I, I don't think it's necessarily one part of the, the part of the team, or you know, a singular part, or anyone that's just necessarily at fault. I think on a whole, we weren't at the races on on Saturday, Saturday on Sunday um, against a very very good Liverpool side. They lose class. We have class in certain parts. We have um, a lot, quite a few players that seem to be out of form. I don't really want to start naming names, but majority of the defence seems to be running out of form. Um, I've seen Furpo getting attacked a, f- a fair bit on, on 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 social media, generally across the board, saying that you know he would run ragged by Mo Salah. It's Mo Salah. He's one of the best players in the world. Little, I, I don't think, think you are. I think it's a little bit tongue in cheek. A lot of the comments. I think they're just looking for a scapegoat. You know, why have we just been pumped three yeah. nil? 
you know, you, yeah. can, you can't blame one one person individually. A lot of people say, you know, the Rodrigo thing is, is not working. I'm inclined to agree to a point. Um, but on a whole, the whole team, we lack sharpness. Um, I've said this a few times. We do not pass the ball around as well. Now, whether that's because we're playing in a much better league uh, against much better competition, I don't know. But we do not seem to be passing the ball as well as we did in the championship. Uh, I'd agree. It's not I'd fast. Agree. It's not sharp or quick. Or I used to love watching not... us flinging ball around here, that... there, and everywhere. It just doesn't seem to happen at the minute. No, that was always going to happen when you're playing the better teams. Um, they're a lot more intelligent and uh, with, with with how they focus their energy and their attention. If they're pressing you, mm. they'll do it in a way such as that they're not using that much of their energy, um, and they'll they'll do it as a unit. So if one of them presses, they'll all press. Yeah, Whereas yeah. in a championship, there's probably out of the two a yard or two difference. And I think you're quite right in what you say. It's it's it's, a, it's almost like we're having to reinvent our own brand of football. Um, yeah. Because what we are doing either isn't working or people are wise to it. Um, and last year, I think we were a bit of a, a bit of a shock package because I thought everyone thought oh, it's a championship leads that come up. We'll, we, you know, we probably don't need to look into. I mean, that's probably unfair. We, what I mean is, is they probably because we were a bit of a surprise last season. Maybe the, the, the coaches that are facing us and they're maybe putting a little bit more effort into the style of play, maybe and, and, and counteracting that. And, and Burnley was a great example um, of yeah. how to how, how to neutralise us really, really well. Um, and I think I think Liverpool did it really well as well uh, at the weekend, playing a completely different style to Burnley. But but managed to neutralise what we were trying to do with that ball, um, and it's frustrating to watch it. What do you think, Jay? Uh, yeah, I agree. It's frustrating because like the thing that we've all grown to love is that movement and that sort of I don't know that energy. enthusiasm and energy. Yeah, um, and it just seems to be missing this season. And I don't know why. Um, yeah. I hope that we find it again soon. I I can't say I want mega disappointed with the performance against Liverpool. Like. And you know, I'll be first person to start moaning if it's bad. Um, but I want to make it disappointed. Yeah, well, you know, you I mean, wouldn't but... moan. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I won't make it disappointed. I expected to get beat, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, I to a degree I thought it was gonna be worse and it won't I think I, I think we did all right for what, what happened and went down to ten men. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's, I mean, that's, that's a positive I think way. if Manny had have actually put his scoring boots on, we'd have been down considerably more than uh, yeah. by three anyway. But does there were defensive challenges towards the end, weren't there? Yeah. Like when, yeah. when they were through one on one and stuff. But I think, I think with from a Leeds perspective and a Leeds fans perspective, and I know I can't speak on behalf of everybody here, but we should have gone into that game expecting to lose. Now, you always go in with a puncher's chance, don't you? And you, you know, you've got that belief of being a Leeds fan that you're going to get a result against, you know, but. When you when you actually look at it, if you're a realist, we were always gonna probably lose that game, weren't we? Do you know? Um, yeah. So I think I think I think we've got to take positives out of it. We can't be sat here thinking we've not played that well. I think I think we've got to start looking at as, uh, from a fan's perspective. I think we've got to start looking at, as I said to you, Smite, we've played three of the top four teams this season already. Um, the current top four teams. Um, so, yeah, as you say, as you all rightly say, I think Newcastle is, is a real important game and I expect us to put, uh, put a good performance in there. What, That's what the game that... where I'll be worried if we don't do well. Sorry, Carl, go on. Um, like, in the first 20 minutes of the game against Liverpool, like, we, we had some good opportunities where we well, could have... Rodrigo put that chance up. away. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. but I, I tried saying that to one of my mates he lives in Australia and He's a Liverpool fan, like, and I was like, if if we score them, it could be a totally different game. Like, I'm not yeah, saying, right. you know, like I said to him, I was like, your finishing was more clinical than ours in the final third. Yeah, like that. I used the Rodrigo. In the final what? Final. <laughs> it was turned. You're right. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I I used the Rodrigo uh, chance as as an example as to how our finishing is is a little stale at the moment, where yeah. you know where like. I was saying it to one of the lads uh, after the game. I was like, even as a, an amateur footballer, you get in a position like that where you've got the goal at your mercy. You pick a corner, you don't blast it. And these are the fine margins. We could have been 1-0 up before they even got into the game yeah. properly. Like, you know, yeah. so... I think you're right. They're, they're the fine margins that we have to kind of look at and go, right, okay, that's, and, that's and you get, the end of the pitch we need to work on. Like, Absolutely. You get, And because we're in a Premier League in our second season... 
we're going to get less chances and we've got to be more clinical. I mean, Rodrigo's lacking a lot of confidence for me. I think he's, there's a great player in there. You see some of his movements, some of his touches, fantastic. But he is lacking confidence and he looks like a player that's lacking confidence as well. Um, Bielsa's obviously got all the confidence in the world in him, but I think he's lacking that little bit in himself. And I think once he finds that, we'll have a different player in Rodrigo. Um I'm still not sure of him at 10. Uh, and I know that was one of the yeah. poll uh, questions and and um, I know I know that didn't win. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how we move on. But um, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll move on, shall we? Uh, let's move on into... Water no better predictions. Which is exactly what we'd be doing if Matt was here. But he's not. So I don't think he's giving anybody any of the results. But I'm pretty sure there was only one or two people who went for a Liverpool win. And I think one of them was Rex. Uh, and he went for Liverpool 4 0 win. Um, the absolute scum bastard. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, they were th- they won they won three 0 So he, he will have got some points somewhere along the lines. But we can't do the predictions for obvious reasons this week uh, in terms of who finished where. Um, Jay, right. are you all right to take the predictions down a little bit later for me? Yeah, I can uh, them down. Yeah. When we do that, is that all right, mate? Cheers. Um, yeah, so we're going to the next part of the show, which Swart is going to look after. Twitter poll results. I love that we've got Stephen Hawking reading out his little Each week we ask the listeners to choose the main subject for the pod, as you all know. Um, so, the first one, that red card, which was overwhelmingly the winner. Uh, but the other three, uh, just to reel them off, the first four results, are we in, are we in trouble? Um, a little one, um, Dan James debut too early. Uh, and has the Rodrigo experiment come to an end? So that red card was the winner. Um, Jay, would you like to take this one away, mate? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, the fact that even Elliot himself said it wasn't a red card says it all for me. I mean, shit happens. It's one of those things you don't want to see happen to anybody, but there were no malice in that tackle. It wasn't even that strong a tackle. It was just the way he fell. It was a fucking rate right tackle. It was a fucking rate tackle. It was good. You know what I mean? It wasn't it like... It wasn't reckless. He knew what he was doing. He went, he got the ball, he come away with it. Just unfortunate what happened. And I think that, as many people have said since, if he'd not injured the guy, he wouldn't have got sent off. I mean, a lot of pundits mm. have even said, you know, wouldn't have even been a yellow to them. But, you know... So it wasn't so, even yeah, a foul, Jay. It was not even a yellow. Not a that's what I mean. Liam Cooper did the same thing on Manny. Exactly yeah. the same tackle. Exactly yeah, yeah. the same tackle. Manny went down. He obviously got some shit from crowd and stuff. But Liam yeah. Cooper retrieved the ball and, and, and play went on. Nothing happened. Yet, Avi Ali gets injured. That's it. See you later. You've, you've been you know, given a red card. It's a fucking yeah, policy. But anyway. Um, you shouldn't you, be getting sent on. off just because someone's got injured. You, you should be judged on what you've just done. Like, was it a foul or not? If it was a foul, was it a bad foul? You know. It wasn't a foul. He got sent off just because a guy got injured, and that's the kind of inconsistency that people are always moaning about. Yet VAR looked at that and sent him off. Do you know what I mean? That's no, they didn't. Oh, no, yeah, they didn't. They did. oh, okay. VAR didn't get involved. Did not no, get involved. No, no it was, they didn't um, get involved. No, they, they didn't. Did involved. That's it. They didn't. No, but, no, listen, they did, but not at that <clears> stage. So I've, I was tweeting Graham Smith earlier on this morning, and basically what happened was the oh, red card so was. <laughs> the red card, the red card, the red card was given, and then it was VAR, ch- VAR checked as to whether or not that red card was was an obvious error. Mm. Right. So I thought the VAR checked the challenge and decided that there was no. They didn't do it initially, not before the red red card was issued, though. No, after it the red card to see whether. Like, yeah. At that point in time, VAR hadn't been utilised, and it was just no, exactly. fucking clock the little fucking so I wanker. I, yeah, I completely misunderstood how VAR had been used in, in 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 the whole situation. I thought VAR had checked it and not given anything, and then he's gone and given the red card. Um, mm. That's not quite the case. Basically, what happened was he'd not given the foul. Klopp and everybody else has come on. Apparently, the fourth official has said he's broke he said to the fourth official he's broken his fucking leg or something the fourth official yeah. then gone to, was it Hal, was there a free Halsey yeah. I don't remember I can't no remember. anyway anyway he said to the to, to the referee you've scouts are in the black that's what we were calling it yeah that's it and then the fourth official said he recommended the red card then they've done a VIR check which has then solidified said that the referee's not made a clear and obvious error with giving the red card now um obviously we've um 
we've appealed it. Um, and from from a Leeds fan's perspective, I can't see how we're not going to win that appeal. But then again, do you know, I can't. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because the, 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 the chances of it being rescinded are, are probably quite high because of the severity of the injury, regardless of, of what we think and the fact of that it around the world of it not being rescinded, yeah. Um, it, it's just, every, everyone says that it's not, it's not a foul. It's not a foul. It was, certainly wasn't a red card. Um, the fact that Klopp was allowed to march around the fucking pitch, chirping in every single referee's bloody ear or within earshot. Shouldn't have on the fucking pitch. when Even when the, the red card were brandished, there were a, uh, I'm not sure what, what Liverpool player were on the pitch at the same time. He, he was in his um, like drill top or whatever, whatever the frigging call them nowadays. Yeah. Benched coat. Uh, and he, even we went, oh come on, that's a bit, you know that, you know. Yeah. You just you just looked at the reactions from the players, and even even their players, just like, oh come on, that's not, it's never seen a red card. Yeah. But no, Ailing even went up to him and went, you didn't even blow for a foul, so how can you give a red card? Like you know, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's absolutely fucking mental. I don't know if any of you saw the uh, the fo- the footage that's come out of the the the, the Liverpool footage. player on the bench. I love a bit of footage. And, footage. And, and it, and he looks up at the card, the Liverpool lad on, on the bench, he looks up yeah. at the card and went and goes, Oh no way. Smarty. That's the one I'm about. That's the one I'm about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I've just basically repeated you. Yeah, yeah. basically. So maybe I should try and listen afterwards. And he fucking repeats shit that's already said. For talking about Jenkins after him, you know. Is there a fucking echo in here? Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, commiserations. I mean, I, I mean, uh, my heart goes out a little bit to 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 Arviella because he's been playing some fantastic football. He's a young kid. No kid wants wants a, uh, you know a, such a serious injury at such a young age. You know, to be playing in the Premier League at his age and 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 playing in, well in the Premiership, he was mm. on some real form. You know, he started his career really over the last few weeks and started getting some game time. Yeah, I think he was on loan at. At Blackburn uh, last season, I think if I remember rightly, um, but he was he was arguably I would say probably one of their best players until yeah. until that happened. Um, really? So yeah, I, yeah, I, he was really good. He was. He just oh, well, out Bob. He didn't do a right lot because he was absolutely firmly in Phillips's pocket the no, whole time. I don't, I don't think he was. I don't think I don't think Phillips was even marking him. Was he? Phillips marks everyone. Come on. It's a bit of a nightmare, and, and obviously, we obviously all send our best wishes out. We just hope that I mean, Harvey Elliott's obviously put that put that out there saying it was never a red card, it was normality, he didn't mean to do it. And yeah. Pascal Stroik respectfully said, Look, I wish you all the best in recovery. That's all we can do. Sit and wait now for uh, for um, for the FA to basically screw us and probably increase the ban to six games or something. Probably, yeah. Did, probably. Didn't stats mention in uh, in the group that we've only won two appeals since 1980 or something? And it was like, what the fuck? Should we have no chance here? Like, oh, we'll just get we're absolutely no chance. We haven't got a fucking open. Oh, no, no, do, like, I can't wait to see what Jimmy thinks about it. I don't Yeah, that's a good point. What you say, Jay? So I can't wait to see what Jimmy thinks about it. That'll be a good episode. There'll be a lot to talk about there. Jeez, yeah, that's on tomorrow night, folks, as well. Uh, in off the VAR is back with Jimmy the Ref tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. So tune in for that as well. Get an opinion yeah. of somebody that actually knows yeah. what they're on about. Well, yeah, any questions you have about <laughs> the weekend in relation to the ref and decisions, give uh, give us a shout on the yeah, uh, Twitter account on. and get on here and ask Jimmy the Ref. Yeah, get yourself, get yourselves on and, and ask Jimmy. We'll we'll try and get Carl to type t- type some subtitles in the comment box uh, <laughs> as we're going along uh, because he's uh, he's broad. Where whereabouts is he from in Ireland? Mayo is it? Uh, Castlebar, yeah, Mayo. Castlebar, he's 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 broad as anything. And then he's always good 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 fun. And uh, yeah, he's not been a. It's good be good to see him back on form. I think. Um, yeah. Carl, just your you just got your view then, I suppose. I think we've we, we've all sort of told told. I mean, I imagine it's not too too dissimilar from from what we've said. No, I like. I really thought it was a, a, an absolutely fine challenge and one that was worthy of the game that was being played. And then the series of unfortunate events that followed. Sure, 
what can we say about it anymore? Like, it's just, it's, it's annoying that the ref didn't give a free kick initially and kind of had the chance to go from a yellow to a red if he felt it was the need, you know? But he yeah. didn't even blow for a free kick, and I just find that absolutely ludicrous that he can then send him off because of the severity of the injury. There's, like, he did, if, if he consulted VAR, he'd have seen that there was no malice in the challenge and that Sturrock was in control of what he was doing. Yet he still felt the need because of the stupid law, which we'll get Jimmy to talk more about in depth. Because it's just ridiculous. I like I'm 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 annoyed at it. Like because I I don't think we're going to get it overturned. And now we're down to Cooper and potentially uh, what's that young fella's name? Creswell. 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 I think it'll be Ailing. Ailing maybe. It'll be Ailing, and yeah, I think Ailing will come in. And but as as centre backs, I'm saying we're down to Cooper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe right. But I don't think it should be. I think it should give Cresswell a chance. I think I think Ellen should, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because Ellen's been shite at right back this season. <laughs> no, and, and I think I think if Shackleton has a great game there um, against Newcastle, it'll put a bit of a bit of competition. Um, I, I don't know if I don't know if I don't look. I, I think Luke Ellen's fantastic, and I think he, he was put. Play, he had a really good season last season. I'm not going to get his name tattooed on my head. Um, <laughs> but he had a really, he had, he had a really good mind. season. It, it, and he was not, he was knocking on the door. We were talking about potentially an England call up, weren't we? Yeah, we were, you know yeah. what I mean? He, he was in that much, he was playing that well and in form. He's not got that form this season. There's no, there's no hiding from that. He's not been playing the same football. His passes have been straight. He's been a yard behind pace. If Shackleton comes in and do, does a number and has a real good game at right back, then. Then the, you know it, it gives Bielsa a bit of a headache, but it also might give Luca kick up the ass and just say, "Look, actually, I need to fucking book my ideas up here. We're playing Premier League football, and I know a Luke. Yeah. I know, know Ailing puts his where you know wears his out on his sleeve and gives hundred percent, and I don't know if he's got something going on or what, but it just doesn't seem to be clicking for him at the yeah. moment. So, um, so yeah, look, I, 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 yeah, we don't man, have I mean, anyone to properly challenge him for right back at the moment. And if Shackleton, like point. you said, comes but, in and does the fucking business there, then it's his his spot to lose if we get a result. And Ailing's so not in, in, in that could, position, you know. So it could be because he's knocking on. Well, I was on. See, I, I was going to ask, did you think he might be, you know, knocking on? Bit, but I thought I'd get uh, absolutely knobbed for that one. Absolutely. You'd get no, one for that. They get knobbed. No, there's none of that in here, Carl. You ain't wrong, chat. And we know you live in Harmony, but you're not quite in the prison, are you? No. <laughs> I do wonder, like, how, how long these players' bodies can take the intensity of Bielsa's training and the routines, like, do you think there will come a point where people do start to slow down? It's a great, great point because it's the longest he's ever been at a club by some margin. <clears throat> yeah. um, so the players that have been here from the start, your Aylins, your Dallas, you know, your Calvins and stuff, yeah, they're either going to be like the fucking Terminator inside, you're going to cut them <laughs> open and they've got fucking like literally iron running through the bones. But um, but yeah, no, it's a great. I think that's a great point. But... Yeah, when you look at Hernandez, how old were Hernandez when Bielsa came in? Were he 32, 33? 32, yeah, 31, 32, I'd say. Yeah. You know, he's a few years behind him, he's ailing. So. But I would yeah, also but say Pab- Hernandez Pablo. was a class above. You, you could yeah, say that as well, was. but Pablo hadn't trained at that intensity when he was ailing's age. So no. it's going to be a little harder on the yeah. board for ailing mm. because he's been he's going to be at that you know constant that level all the time and it takes a lot out of you like you know so mm. pablo had three mm-hmm. years of it ailing's had three years of it or four years now like how many more years can a player play at that intensity it's, it's interesting to wonder whether it takes a toll over time like that yeah you're right you, you might have a point 30-ish onwards but you look at you look at your Olympic athletes and stuff like that. You know how, how often are they competing for? They they're competing for years and years and years. I I get that they're not doing it for you know such a long stretch like a Premier League or a Championship mm-hmm. season. You know it's only months at a time or whatever. But they are in physical peak condition. You know, there's, but then again, you, you you're right. Is is there a limit how much of the human body can take, especially at those sort of extreme fitness levels that are required? You know, to be in, uh, in I, wonder a how, I wonder how much Jay's half a body could take. Mate, you know, pack a, pack a lot of punch into this. And swing a fucking axe. I can lift lots of bricks. 
Serious thunderhead. <laughs> um, oh dear. No, um, but yeah, no. I think I think we've obviously digressed somewhat there from from the red card. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so what, what about? Um, yeah, of course it is. Um, what about we just go around and 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 honestly vote on whether we think or not that should be rescinded? I think it's Thursday. The plan for the hearing is. So um, I'll start with you, Smarty. Is it going to be rescinded? Or are we going to be without strike at the, uh, come Friday? We will be without strike at the, on, on at the weekend, hundred percent. Yeah, Jay. I think it <clears> should <throat> be, but I think it won't be. Well, I should. I think it should be, but it won't. Mm. That wasn't the question. Just get yeah. on it. I know, but I like to flush it out a bit for you. Yeah, uh, that's my guess. You're flashing, son. What about you, Gail? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you know what, Carl? Do you know you've got a look on it? You're gonna probably hate this. Oh, just saying it live on here and nothing. Oh, we go. Yeah, oh, no, will, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say it in here, but you look like Massimo Cellino. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Sonny Smarty. Oh. Has no, your taxi ever been, been chased at Elland Road? Uh, <laughs> oh, not chased. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have, you got with the number seven? have you got anything with the number 17 on? No. Well, he's not got Eric Backer shirt. I'm not going to buy Eric the, the new home shirt. No, wait, third shirt, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, how's, how do you see it going? How do you see it going, Massimo? Uh, I think... Uh... <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh, that's not going away. Um... <laughs> Can I, yeah, I think it's it's going to be upheld. He's not going to be played with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I I'm, I'm the same. I, I just think that if the FA were to be seen, it, what sort of message does that does that portray um, to to referees, but all, not only referees to all the other clubs and things as well? If it's been looked at by VAR and there's no clear and obvious area uh, area error, uh, it's been looked at by the referee. I still think there is great grounds for the appeal, but I just don't. I can't see yeah. how. How. I just can't see how they're going to be seeing it when when, when it's been to VAR after after the red. I card. suppose, apart from obviously the challenge that you know it's not been a, 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 like you like you've said a malicious challenge or anything like that. But the the, the part the fact that that Klopp were running around after the the, the uh, officials and the, and, the, and, the, and the fourth official and all that sort of stuff, wittering in their ears a lot, being on the pitch, being present, all the other coaching staff kicking off, it's got to it's got to count for something. But I, I don't I don't think it's I, th- I don't think it's going to be doing anything. I think yeah. it's all in vain, to be honest. But we'll see. Oh Jesus! Hang on a minute. We just had a new uh, new we had a new. <laughs> and a new con- <laughs> Speaking of lookalikes, JJ looks like Ronan Keating. <laughs> JJ. Oh, JJ. Do you know what JJ. I would say to that viewer? No. Do you know what I would say to that viewer? You say it best when you say nothing at all. Oh, oh I fucking love it sweet mother of God. I'm going to be sick. Naughty. That is naughty. Um, uh, right. Um, right then, shall we, uh, shall we, shall we progress this, uh, this podcast of ours? Try. News from More to Know Better. That's not the right one that I went meant to press, but in other news <laughs> yep. from All to Know Better, um, okay. young boys have beaten the scum, so I think that's worth uh, a quick minute okay, to. Um, and apparently, Adam Johnson and Mendy would have had a field day today. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Bit close to the bum. <laughs> <laughs> Bit risky there, but you know, um, but done by the young boys, man. That's what yeah. the headline should be. They got done but, by the young boys. But anybody right. that hasn't seen it, have a have a little watch back and just just type into Twitter or your search engines. Look for uh, Lingard's no look back pass. Oh, I haven't seen that. Um, Did you actually do a no look back pass? I know it was beautiful. My message yeah, was look. beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was it was brilliant. Uh, You'll be careful. It's... Don't you be sharing your screen. We we don't want to see your search history. That's right. <laughs> oh. No, we want the copyright. That's dangerous. <laughs> That's dangerous. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. There's nothing. There's nothing dodgy on there. To be fair. Um, <clears> look, look, great result for young boys. Um, and uh, we always like to see the scum lose as a podcast. So yeah, of course. Nice. 
Nice. Um, before we do a, a little bit more news from Orton or better before we move on, did anyone see the video of uh, Calvin, Luke, and Paddy getting their FIFA ratings today? No, yeah. no, yeah, I'm not seeing anything. No. Today. Paddy um, is pissed off. Yeah, he should be Paddy's, Paddy's last screen. I think Paddy's 78. Uh, Jesus, uh, Aileen's 75, and Calvin's 81, if I remember rightly. Um, That's outrageous. Really? Definitely worth what definitely worth watching back. There's a great there's there's a great video going around. In fact, Leeds have just tweeted another video three minutes ago, and it's uh it's Calvin and and Paddy talking to each other. Oh what's later? I heard on the and, 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 and they're, com- heard- they're, compla- they're complaining about the FIFA ratings to the FIFA rating. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh class. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, go on out, go, go and give them a bit what a bit of a watch. Uh, before we do progress on to uh, the next bits and pieces, um, just we've got a little bit of a message from our partners. Sponsors. Autono Better are excited to announce a new partnership. 3 Retro is the retro football shop. 3 Retro was born from the love of the game, from historical nights from the cold terrace, and from the love of vintage shirts of a bygone era. Find the referral link and discount code in our social media accounts and in the comments and descriptions of Auto Know Better podcast recordings for a 10% discount on the full range. <laughs> what were you two doing kissing then? <laughs> no, we'll get you, both came, you both came back at exactly the same time from off screen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you'd just been like caught tonguing in a cupboard. I'm <laughs> the footballer back on here. He <laughs> um, forgot his yellow right, pages. <laughs> I'm foot pass, um, You don't get them anymore, so it's ruined for me. He's just, just added another cushion to his seat. Um, it's a booster. So, yeah, I mean, if you'd have listened to the pod from the start, Jade, I've already heard that one. Cheers, mate. Um, so, yeah, we're going to Newcastle. And so let's have a bit of a chat about uh, St. James's Park on a Friday night. Whoever's fucking fixtured that in needs, uh, do you know what I mean? They're asking for bother, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 3,000 Leeds fans on the tune in on a Friday night. It's uh, got a bit of a recipe for disaster, if you ask me. But um, it's ter- as far as the game's going to go, then, Carl, um, what do you expect to see? Do you expect to see a, a uh, bit of a backlash, shall we say, from, from, from the Liverpool performance? I expect them to turn up and fucking do a job on Newcastle because they're in a shoddy situation themselves and let's fucking hammer it home. Like if we don't beat Newcastle, then we we, we it, it might look a little bleak going forward. Like, um, yeah, with that belief, yeah. Well, it's like, a six pointer, isn't it? Yeah, it's a six pointer. That mentality, regardless of what Bielsa says or what what he does in training or whatever, that that mentality is hard to kick. You know, we saw you know after Christmas, uh, the season we went up. Um, where we just we were shambles after Christmas until the Brentford game, and that was seven games. Mm. Like we can't afford seven games of nope. not getting three points. Like so, I, I I think it's probably the biggest game we're going to play so far this season. Forget the other four games we played; it's probably the biggest one so far. We mm. need three points out of this one to to kickstart our season, and they need to fucking turn up. They need to get their shit together. Mm. Clap, no, I, I, clap isolated Calvin, and that yeah. that was our game plan. Foot. Do you know if, if other teams pick up on that, it's not that difficult to do. If you put two, yeah. you know, two two central midfielders to pressure him, um, but we should have we should have a, a an alternative plan to that all the time. I think, uh, and we can't yeah. rely we can't rely on on Calvin. Um, so. In terms of the uh, the, the t- style of play, I mean, we're probably not going to change that. Oh, he's smart. He's not he, just because we've been beat and, and, and we're yet to pick up our first win. You don't see Bielsa making any wholesale changes in terms of. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to make some changes. As Bandy says here, we've got no centre backs. But in terms of the, the style of football we're going to play, hmm. you don't see any of that altering, there. The other time you see altering is when they play Rodrigo in middle, right over click. That's that's when you see our style alter because there's not enough pressure and there's not enough forward momentum from the centre of the park, in my opinion. Um, the the Rodrigo thing was one of our poll questions, and obviously the, the red card thing, you know, 
he, he got the win. But the Rodrigo experiment has to something has to happen there. It, it clearly isn't working. We play our best football with Dallas and, and click in the middle in front of uh, in front of Calvin. Um, I know that it tends to change it regarding whatever sort of team we're playing, whether it be a, a, a good team like Liverpool, um, Chelsea, and all that stuff, or a really shit team like you know Burnley's and all that sort of stuff. But we do really need to put our best team out. We are going to be able to do that because of the, obviously the issues we're going to have fence, but hopefully clicks fit. Um, I mean, apparently Forshaw's even out, so even he's not an option. But I would drop, I, w- I would drop Rodrigo. I'd get Click and Dallas back in midfield in front of in front of Phillips. Rafinha, hopefully he'll stop stomping around like a fucking spoiled child and actually pull his finger out of his ass, because in my opinion, he's not been fucking great either. Um, Harrison, just on that, just on that, Smite, before you go, <clears> I can see, I can see Bielsa dropping him for James, you know. If, if that continues, because he has, he, he, he almost, because he's got fantastic footwork and, you know, he can almost create something from nothing. He almost, I don't know if he feels like he's, he's the first name on the sheet, but he also won't have that. And he won't. And for, for me, look at, the Pablo, I mean, look at the Pablo situation that time. He didn't, he, he rarely featured again, didn't he, after he's dropped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, but that were a proper little, that were a proper paddy, wasn't it? He just, he's just an angry yeah, bastard, is Rafinha, isn't it? Um, but for me personally, in private, I have been quite vocal about this. Um, and, and, and for me, Rod, uh, Rafinha doesn't take every single box for me. He's not consistent enough. He has these little flashes of brilliance, and he is a brilliant player, but he's not consistent. I'm not saying that Dan James is going to be consistent. I really, really don't. And he's not He's not used to our systems and the style that we play anyway. So Rafinha plays, obviously. But he's not been that great. Harrison's been pretty good. Um but for me, Rafinha needs to, he needs to do more. He needs to do more. He really, really does. Coming up is with it, an odd goal it, and an odd little bit of brilliance is not enough. Is not enough. Is that is for, it because for, the expectations are too high from us? Because we've seen how brilliant he can be. Do you think? Because as Leeds fans, we're spoiled, aren't we? We expect because we're a big club, we expect the best, and 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 we are a little bit spoiled when it comes to. Um, Sort of, how, I suppose, how we act and our beliefs and stuff. But because we've seen how good Rafini can be, when things aren't going our way, when we are two or three mm. down, you almost see his head drop, don't you? Uh, like his. Yeah, we can't. Ca- we can't carry a player like that, though. We can't. Pa- no, no, you want someone that can get stuck in your clicks, your Harrisons, you know, your your, your Dallas's, them sort of players. It, obviously. Pablo, you know, God bless him. He's, he's obviously not with us anymore. But those sort of players that will take this I'm team by the scruff. Hang on a minute. What? Hang on a minute. What's happened to him? Not with us anymore. He's moved on, lads. God bless him. He's not with us anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah, mate, honestly, he's my he's my favourite fucking bleeds player ever, mate. But um, anyway, digressing. Um, but yeah, those sort of t- those sort of players that will literally drag the team by the scruff of the neck and get them over the line. Rafinha is not one of those players. He's a luxury player. Rodrigo's the same. He's not firing on all cylinders, but Rafinha's a luxury player who is not performing as, as, as well as he should be. Nah, fair, fair comment, fair comment. So so in terms of lineups then, Jay, how do you see lining up? Obviously, bearing in mind we probably we'll probably we'll probably go with Stroik not being available because until we know otherwise, he's not available. So how do you see the, the eleven starting at, at Newcastle? Do you think he continues with Rodrigo or does Click come in? I think he'd probably keep Rodrigo in there, me, because he's stubborn. Um, I was just wondering just then, like, sometimes when you get a marquee signing, they sometimes have it in the contract that they have to play, but Bielsa wouldn't stand for that, would he? He wouldn't no. sign a player who asked for that. No. So I don't think that's the no. case. I think he just does have faith in him. He just, from a technical standpoint, he should be one of our best players. And Ketty had that in his clause, didn't he, as well? Did he? I don't know. I think so, and that's one of the reasons he fucked off because he won't been played enough, and it was in his contract to be playing a certain amount of games and all that sort of shit. Uh, that vaguely rings a bell, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, it's different with loan players, isn't it? Because the parent club can specify all sorts, and if you really want them, you'll sort of agree to stuff. But yeah, as Derek says, Rodrigo is a big disappointment at the moment. I, I don't know. I think probably what we said before, we're going to see Shaq. At right back, I reckon, and Ailing at centre back. I think that's probably, you know, that's his go to, isn't it? So I don't think there'll be any big surprises. I think we'll see most of the same team out that we saw at Liverpool. You never know. He might, he might put, he might put Dallas out there and bring clicking. 
in yeah, middle blow every day. Do you know like with the with the acquisition of Dan James now we have we can we can rotate our wingers now. So mm-hmm. you know he he could start Dan James over Harrison or over Rafinha and then to be able to bring on the likes of Harrison or Rafinha or even Dan James. This this, yeah. this is great options for us now. But yeah. either yeah. either or he starts whoever he starts on the wings. He's going to bring off one of them at some point. We no longer have a yeah, dead weight winger on the bench. We've got somebody that can come on and actually do something. Like yeah. you, you didn't have any confidence Costa was going to come on and change the game, did you? You'd, you'd rather have kept whoever we're playing on instead of him. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say the thing about a luxury player that you were saying, Smarty, I think you've got to have a couple of luxury players, otherwise, you just end up a workman like team like Burnley. Do you know what I mean? It's just that when the luxury yeah. players are not on the ball on the game, then you know you are carrying them, and it can cost you sometimes. But on the days when they are there and they turn up, there's nothing like it. Seeing Rafinha when he's at his best, just dicking people. You know what I mean? He's fantastic, and I'd be gutted if we didn't have him there to do it. I'm just. I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring that comment back up just just because Bandy um, is not a luxury player. Have you seen? Have you not seen the way he runs back? Um, I yeah, I have. yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. But but he doesn't do it enough, and he's not consistent enough. He, he he's not like Harrison. He's completely at other end at scale to Harrison. Yeah. That lad puts a right shift in. But he's naturally uh, good, and he almost he almost mm-hmm. almost feels like I think you've, we've all played with man with these kids who can play football, and they get picked because they're fucking amazing at football. Mm-hmm. But when things potentially aren't going their way, they. You know they don't work as hard, and it's it's, it's quite apparent. And it's in front of thirty five thousand people. It, it is apparent. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd throw this actually just for a second before we go on to this comment, lad. Sorry. Um, what if the way Rafinha, like you were saying, doesn't do enough in say tracking back? Right. What if at certain points in the game, the way Bielsa thinks, right? What if at certain points in the game, you know, they're they're constantly, you know, they're they're playing in minutes, right? What if at a certain point in the game he's told, don't start tracking back? So don't do it. And maybe that's why he maybe looks a little lazier in the latter half of the latter stages of the game because we're looking for that right as soon as he gets it, bam. You know, Mm. we we get the ball he's gone. Like there's there's loads of elements that could, you know, be the reasons for the, the performances sometimes but mm. it might be and he might be he might be asking them to conserve some energy at a certain, mm. where the ball's in a certain part of the field he might say to yeah. one of his wingers right you could conserve a bit of energy but I mean we, do, we unless we know and play for Bielsa we'll never course, ever know yeah. that so we can only we can, not, we can only we can only take <clears> on face value can't we you know we can I'm sorry if that sounded like I want to I want to have a right oh, I, mean, no, I, no, I, no, I, really, I really like Rafinha I think he's a great player I just think that he's not offering enough at the minute you know I think the whole team. Be able to get his face is, tattooed on your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you get a full English breakfast tattooed on your head, twat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're wrong what you're saying about how he's playing at the moment, Smarty. My point would just I'd rather have those players at the club so that we have got. Yeah, them yeah, no, I don't mean, mean, them, you know? I don't mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to, just, to, be just before we um, move on to a little bit more about Newcastle and how we expect the game to go, Carl. I just want to... Somebody mentioned about Dan, Dan James there, and I was going to come on to Dan James. Yeah, sorry um, I interrupted you before. Um, his, his, I felt his debut was good. I thought he made some. He made a bit of an impact, and he, he, he looked dangerous on the ball, and mm. it was a steady enough... I mean, he only got 20 minutes or so, um, but I thought it was an impressive 20 minutes. I thought he had a t- completely different dimension. Everything that we expected from the sign, I think... Yeah, he didn't score. We, we we didn't score. But um, in terms of his, in terms of a debut, he looked he looked energetic and he looked to have a little bit of something that we've not had. You know, a little bit something mm. different, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so as you, as you rightly said, Carl, that that opportunity now we've got we've got three arguably world class, not probably not world class, but top top level wingers now um, in in James Harrison and Rafinha, where we've got two of them that can start and. Mm. And one of them that's going to be an impact player from the bench, probably. Yeah. Um, but we did speak about it we, in the last week or two that um, the possibility about the possibility of Rafinha moving more centrally. Do we still think that's probably the best option, or do we think it's something that should be explored still? I I think that should be an 80th minute option, where if James isn't on, 
move Rafinha inside and give him a bit more freedom, get him on the ball a bit more in the sp- in the in the spaces. Like, yeah, you then have the two wingers with the skill sets of Harrison and uh, Dan James to then influence the 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 pace of the game on the wings because you know Rafinha yeah. is going to ping balls out either side. Like like essentially, what I think it will be will be like the way Calvin pings a ball from just in deep inside our half. Imagine Rafinha with the delicate ball over the top in the in the ten position in between the edge of the centre circle and, mm. and the eighteen yard box. You know, and you've got James and you've got Harrison to run on to them and mm. you've also got Bamford who's going to be willing to get into any positions at all. And then I think I think it's an option that we should maybe explore at some point, depending on who we're mm. playing and the position we're we are <coughs> at in the game, just to see what okay. it's like in an rather yeah. than try it out in training and hope to God it works if we start with it. Maybe it's like, like, I, I think you're right. I think it would be good to, to see that. Um, but maybe if it if we were really really on top of a team, yeah. If it were yeah, if it were if it were if it were a stalemate or something, you wouldn't want to leave middle at park that exposed because with Rafinha it would be. Mm. Um, yeah, just just, yeah. just one thing. Just one thing I wanted to wanted to add really is um, in terms of going into Newcastle game on Friday. Do you think it's a game that we're going to control? Just to just to make you aware that, like, based on re- the games we played this season, so Liverpool at home, our possession was forty five percent. Now, at didn't seem like that. Season, at, at Liverpool last season, our possession was fifty two percent. So we had more possession away from home at Liverpool, seven percent more possession than we did at home to them this season. That's been a theme though so far this season. Yeah, I think it has, and we don't seem to control and keep all the ball as well. And I think, I think, I think we almost need a game like Newcastle, where they're probably not going to be as intense pressure-wise, and they're not going to be lumping the ball forward like Burnley, and mm. they're not going to be playing some nice football like it pains me to say, like the Scum did, um, and like uh, like Everton did. Everton played well against us as well, so we almost yeah. need a settler. Um, and I think that's a good opportunity for us. I don't know what your thoughts are, Carl. Do you think do you think that we will go into this game and we'll control it much more because we're a similar level man for man potentially? Is is, is that is that is that the right way of putting things? Possibly. Like they they've got their own flair player in um, Alan St. Maximum, and I think if if we like if we can isolate him, I I said it on the pod, uh, the BNC pod on Sunday that we we you know we. Liverpool isolated Calvin. So if we can, and I don't feel that you should always just focus on one player, but it seemed to do the job. But I don't. I I think if you can control Saint Maximum, then I think you you you've got every chance of dominating the ball in areas that he's not going to get it, and those yeah. areas will probably be the areas it's, we want it really. Like they haven't got much. Key, have it's gonna it's gonna be a real key battle for whoever does play right back because mm. Saint Maximum plays on that left wing. Um, yeah. So mm. it's he's going to be he's going to be that's going to be a key battle come come Friday night I think um, and that could so be a reason well, to put Shaq in because he's young and quick or for Dallas because he's more experienced it's, it's one of them and it, yeah it's, it's a fine mm, balance uh, like you know I, I think yeah the band has just said Dan James could be converted to a right back I, I think would be negating his um, his obvious skill set in that he's an absolute speedster uh, if he was to play at the right back for me Bandy I um, think so. That's a Traore as a striker fucking sort of comment. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> it's not Man Adam's new account, is it? <laughs> is that you, Adam? <laughs> Newcastle will play with a lot of confidence, and it's making me nervous. Yeah, they will. They will. They will make us nervous, and I think. I think. I think it'll probably be a lot tighter than than we expected compared to potentially uh, how we were playing last season, and we're a little bit more confident. But um, I still have every belief that that leads that that leads team that's going up to uh, St James's at the week that uh, Friday is. Um, should be able to get a result. It's I, I, I a season-defining yeah. game, this, because no, if we not, don't win not, this game... Not, you say it's too not. early, Jay. But if we don't it's win this game, we don't snap out of that rut and that mindset and that negative vibe that's going on. And that's what that's fair. I mean, I, that's fair. But what I'm saying is, if we... If we don't get a result at Newcastle, it is not season defining. I don't. I don't. Even, I wouldn't even go as far as saying the smite said earlier that it's a six pointer because I don't think that. I, I think we'll pick start picking up points when when we, when we do, and we'll be absolutely. Excuse me. Fine. The only, the only reason I said it was a six pointer is because of the remaining fi- well, the remaining fixtures, but the fixtures that are coming up, at, you know, shortly afterwards, well, you know, yourself, <laughs> you, your Watford, you, you, yeah. Um, yeah. 
your Watford, your Southamptons, you know, that them sort of teams that you, you'd, you'd like to think, you know, were beatable relatively easy. Uh, there is West Ham in that mix and all as well. But, you know, it's a perfect opportunity for us to springboard a season. It, it, it is. Yeah. It's not a six-pointer, but it, it, it should be, really, you know, to, to kind of make our mark yeah, on the season and, and, and take off. The only so thing that worries me about... Three points. The only thing that worries me about a negative result is how do you get out of that mindset? The confidence. It's and I think that's what Jay was getting at. Football. Like, it's yeah, just, it is. It's the mindset. How do you get out of that? Like, and yeah, I think, yeah, I think Jay probably, was getting, I was getting yeah. that. It's difficult for a player as well, more than, more than, more than, more than, yeah, more than, more than us as fans for him to get out of that because I, I, I've played football and rugby all my life and even though you could play with the best players and if you're not winning, you're almost <laughs> going into the game one down. Um, because mm. it makes life so much more difficult. It's like running in fucking treacle. It's horrible. Um, but um, but yeah, that, that, I think we're all relatively confident. And we'll, we'll soon find out how confident we all are when we come on to the, um, the <laughs> next. Looks like we've got an Uddersfield Town fan trying to hijack him. Go buy you in a fucking dictionary, mate. Uh, <laughs> Fallon. Who the hell's Fallon? He's a fallen apart. Um, Just for people that are listening, he's uh, saying Leeds are falling apart again. Well, he said fallen apart again. I think he's struggling a bit, his lad. Yeah, he's struggling. <laughs> um, so we'll go into the part of the show where we are going to predict the result at Newcastle. Water, no better predictions. Thank you ever so much for agreeing to take these down, Jay, while... Um, uh, while Gilly is indisposed. Gilly's out on the piss. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, so we'll, he's we'll caught in. He's going to. So, yes, Marty, we'll start with you, mate. Give us a prediction, please, brother. I'm going to go uh, Leeds United 2, Newcastle 1. Hmm. Very nice. I think that's a safe bet. I think they're going to be a bit Burnley esque. I think they're going to set up you know, strong, but I think we will have the quality to, uh, to, to oversee him. I think. Well, they've got Joel Linton playing up front at the minute, haven't they? Nah, fuck like, him. That's, that's We've a, got Stuart fucking Dallas. <laughs> um, Jay, what's your scoreline going to be, mate? I'm going to go 3-1 to Leeds. You're not going for your 4-1 every game this season, no? No, no, I've, I've not picked that once this year, actually. Have you not? Yeah, think, Carl's uh, even given us a prediction. He's not allowed anymore, he's banned. Not allowed anymore, <laughs> that, that, I, even if I wanted to, I couldn't. He ruined <laughs> that for himself, didn't he? I think we're capable of scoring a few against Leeds, but I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet, especially with our issues at the back. Yeah, yeah. fair point. I, I, um, I'm confident of a Leeds win. Uh, I'm relatively confident that they have not got an attacking threat other than Sam Maxim and that Almiron, um, who who's absolutely mm. rapid. If they could have, I don't know if you watched them play against Scum the other day. Um, yeah, they do. So many times Sam Maxim cut in, and he he could have fed that Almiron two or three times, and I'm sure they'll have been working on that. So I fancy us to concede a couple, but I think we'll beat them 3-2. Goals galore! Yeah, that's it. Carl, what are you saying? Piss off. He's, not. He's banned. He's banned. He's banned. He's banned. He's banned. Um, to be fair, he is banned. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll round up all the scores. If anybody in the comments would like to predict a score for us, we do take a fan's comment every week, and the first person to comment or tweet us or whatever, we'll use that and... Uh, Post that into our league. So if anybody does have a, a score prediction, apart from Karen Francis, whose parents couldn't even spell his name right, we'll have a score prediction from, from anybody. And we'll move on to that for the favourite part of the show, that for everybody, especially Smarty. The Hop Topic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sad that Mad Adam's not here for this because he loves this. Yeah, he does. Yeah, um, so, as 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 everybody who, who watches knows, um, it's the part of the show every week where we decide between the four of us on the panel who should be the future manager. Should Bielsa ever leave? Um, the manager of the upcoming team that we're due to play, or the Hawk? And it's got usually an out. We've usually got quite a, a. We've got an outstanding winner, um, but we have had a few draws here and there. So uh, we'll make a start with yourself, Smarty, and tell me who would you like <laughs> to manage Leeds in the future, the Hawk or how's the bacon? Did you see? How's the bacon? How's the bacon? Did you see? Um, well, he's an ex-scummer, isn't he? He is. So I think that's all you need to know about that prick. 
Um, I think he's stealing a living as a you know as a manager. I didn't rate him as a player back in uh, back in the old days, olden days. Um, I mean, what can, what more can you say about Okadie? I'm talk, I'm sick of talking about his cycle efficiency and his yeah. fucking and everything else. But um, yeah, fuck Steve Bruce. Um, Okadie, um, Okadie for me. Straight to Carl. Well, I'd be honest with you. If a man has put some bacon in the oven. And he has to ask how the fuck it is. He's no man that I'm going to vote for. But I'm going for the hawk. Yeah, oh, Jay. Fantastic. Uh, well, I mean, you look at the hawk with his shaved head, you know, he's streamlined. You look at Steve Bruce, he's just like a fucking cabbage. So I'm going for the hawk. Looks like a cabbage. cabbage it's like a cabbage. You know what? I, you look at... I look at Steve Bruce and I see Hawker there and they look like pe- they look like the kind of people that you'd see out embedded on with bulldogs tattooed <laughs> on the chest. <laughs> and like, you know, you, you fucking squashed noses and little bald heads and that. And, and, and the type of people that were probably the hardest people on their council estate growing up, you know what I mean? They're like the type of people that you just wouldn't fight. Um, like they should be best mates, like, you know, fucking slapping each other about and that and uh, wrestling in a pub in front of like hundreds of families. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I I was taught a bit of a lesson last week. I almost went for Jurgen Klopp, and then he was an absolute bell end. I, I abstained last week, and um, so now how I'm doing it, I'm actually a bit more sensible about it, and I'm actually going to pick, not necessarily for the Hawk, but I'm going to pick against who's managing the future team. So if I like the future manager, I'll probably go with them. But because it's fucking Steve Bruce, I'm, I, I just I just cannot... I, as you rightly say, how can you not fucking know what somebody's asked? How was the how was the break then, Steve? He was asked, and he says, "How's the bacon?" Did you say? <laughs> how was the break then, Steve? And he decided to ask with a bottle of water in his hand because he'd probably been on MDMA all night. Um, ask how the bacon was. So it's yeah, like a cow answer this. <laughs> not me. Has, yeah. has somebody come round and give you a peg up to a microphone? Or <laughs> Have you got a boohoo top on? Stood on the fucking box. Yeah, got my work top on still. Oh my god, he's he's not even come prepared for the pod. I've still got my sticker on from my t-shirt that I took off. I've not even noticed. XL. <laughs> I just walked straight in the door and got a on him. It's a shambles. What are we like? Yeah, it's shambles. So yeah, we've got a we've got an outstanding winner there in the Hawk. I think it was more of a vote against Steve Bruce than it was for the Hawk, but um, Gilly will be chuffed off his nut. So, of course he will. Uh, so yeah, that leaves us then with any other business, I suppose. Has anybody got anything else we've got to talk about? What we got coming up, Carl, over the next week? Uh, well, like we mentioned earlier, I've got uh, In Off The Bar is back for its first episode of the season tomorrow at 8pm. Uh, I think it's myself and still throwing it out there. I don't know who. Might be you, Luke. Is it yourself? It might be me. Uh, it could might be myself. Be yeah. All right, but we're back on with Jimmy the Ref from 8pm. So any questions about the referee's performance uh, on Sunday? Get on board and give Jimmy a shout, and he'll definitely answer your questions for you. You might not understand them, <laughs> but he will definitely answer them for you. I you might have to get You might have to knock it into Braille. Yeah, I think I think we probably won't do them all, Jay, but um, because it's not worth going too far back. No, but maybe do certainly. I think probably Liverpool will be a, a long enough talking session. <laughs> to be fair, but maybe uh, maybe go back as far as the uh, the game at Burnley as well before that. So. Mm. Um, yeah, looking, looking forward, forward to that. To it, mate. Um, I can't wait to hear what Jimmy thinks about all that with red cards. Yeah, yeah, know, I'm sure he, we'll have he actually to knows say. what he's on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Then we've got uh, Friday evening. What's going on, Smart Eddie? You know, can you remember? Well, I think we'll play Newcastle. Um, yeah, Brad in Friday is before, um, before, before, before that. Before that, I couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> So before 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 kickoff on Friday night, we'll have a live oh, stat. stat man, um, and then Come on, straight Stanley. after. Smarty's yeah, moving house. You'll have to forgive him. He's caught, he caught me up on the cuff. Though. I'm like, um, um, I don't know. <laughs> and then is there something I know about? The game, after the game, we have got Brad in court with Adam and. I think it's me. Yeah. Fucking hell, what we like. Anyway, yeah, we have got Brad in court. Then we'll, <laughs> then we'll probably have. Like a, I'm supposed to be on this time. 
And then Saturday morning we'll have let's have a Lukic or whatever we're gonna. We haven't decided what they're gonna call it yet, but uh, we're gonna have the weekend preview of all all the weekend games with with a couple of us as well. So like plenty that. of bits and pieces uh, to to look down. <laughs> yeah, plenty of little bits. And pieces. He always Bandit, comes second. You see how small he is. No, no. Well, that's that's contrary, contrary, contrary to what I've heard. I've heard first. So there we go. <laughs> I don't understand that comment. I'm confused. Uh, I have no idea. Anyway, Bandy knows. Uh, like, uh, all I figured so out yeah. there now is that Smarty has a, a difficult time pronouncing words beginning with C. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the best word beginning with C, which is boop. What's it? <laughs> Oh, we've gone through a full episode without saying it. Say it. I was no. thinking. No, we, we, no, we've got no, to get through it, it sometimes. Otherwise, we'll end up right, banned some or something. Just, just one last thing then, lads, before on a little more sombre note uh, before we do close. Um, good good listener and friend of the pod, unfortunately, lost somebody very close to him this week. Just like to send our, uh, our condolences and best wishes to Gary, um, Leeds fan from up in, in Motherwell. So, yeah, all thinking about you, mate. Uh, look forward to hopefully seeing you. For the next few weeks for a beer and stuff as well. So yeah, all the best from everybody here, mate. Hope you're doing well. All the best, Gary. All the best, pal. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke After Match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.